Welcome to VHS. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Cassie. So each week on VHS, we watch and discuss, sometimes for the first time, the top grossing film from that week 21 years prior, what's changed about our viewing experience, and what hasn't. Our movie this week is Broken Arrow. <laughs> yeah, the plot, which I guess is kind of interesting. Uh, when an Air Force major crashes a plane laden with nuclear warheads in the Utah desert uh, with the intention of selling those nukes, it's up to his protege to track him down and get them back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> which which uh, sounds like a pretty interesting premise, but... I wouldn't call it his protege, though. I mean... Some younger guy that he's always picking on? <laughs> Uh, I guess, yeah. I would have said, like, rival, but, yeah, he's a little, Christian Slater's a little baby-faced. He is, he's this little, he's wienery, he's a little wienery guy <laughs> who doesn't really <laughs> have much character there, he's like, no. Travolta's on his ass about not having, like, that killer drive, yeah. but at the he doesn't same have time, any balls. Yeah, but at the same time, Christian Slater is the one who, like, is in it to win it. He's, like, the lifelong military man who loves being a pilot. So maybe that's Travolta just, like, negging him. Yeah, I don't... just messing with him. Yeah. Because he's like... crazy. Travolta, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> big time. I'm, like, really concerned about the Air Force's procedures for, like, evaluating the mental health of their officers. Yeah, I think they missed it on, on this Travolta's guy. really not doing well at all. No. In He's like really insane. Really clear ways. <laughs> um, yeah, so... The basic stats, this movie was produced by 20th Century Fox uh, and debuted at number one on February 9th, 1996, earning a little over $15.5 million. Wow. And it stayed near the top until like late March. It was in the top 10 for a long time. It was the second American release directed by John Woo. Woo. And has a lot of those classic woo elements <laughs> lots of explosions a lot of explosions oh my you got, god you got the creepy children's choir um no doves though mm. i always look for doves in a john woo movie but unless i missed one were there i feel like there was some flock of birds that was disrupted at some point there were butterflies. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. It would have been so easy for... So uh, after... I'm not even going to do spoiler alerts for this show at all. No. Um, <laughs> so after one of the nukes detonates, um, one character is really freaked out, as you should be, and mm. Christian Slater points to some butterflies and says, like, look, look at the butterflies. They're just <laughs> flittering around like nothing's wrong. Do you yeah, think they'd be fine. doing that if there were radiation around? Um, which is a good point, but it would have been really easy for them to just put a dove flying across. <laughs> Are there the doves in the Utah desert? Doves are like not the fancy white ones, but there are doves all over the place, aren't there? Yeah, I guess. They're just basically pigeons. They're basically pigeons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't know. Why don't you Google that? <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> this movie was also written by Graham Yost. I don't know. I mispronounced a lot of names last week, so uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> but this guy, Graham, however he says his last name, was perhaps best known for writing Speed. Mm. He knows how mm. how to keep the action going. Um, um, Speed is a better movie than this. Speed is a way better movie than this. <laughs> Speed is a good movie. <laughs> also, this... Speed has... <laughs> Speed, Speed is lacking. What? Kind of. It's been a while since I've seen Speed, to be honest. It holds up. Well, I do know that Speed does not have one thing that this movie has in abundance. (laughs) John Travolta? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say explosions, but... Yeah. I think, well, Speed has a a few, but not not to the level... Mm. This. this movie also has an astonishing breadth of um modes of transportation <laughs> and they're all filled with c4 <laughs> <laughs> they're all death traps this th- like like you said it stars john travolta christian slater and samantha mathis as the girl the woman the park ranger yeah, I don't have to say which woman because there's, <laughs> there's just the only one. one female character in this entire movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean she's in it for at least it's you know she she has a serviceable role where she does. She like, is a major character. Yeah, she has action. a bit of a personality. Um, I will give you twenty dollars if you can tell me her name. <laughs> You know, at the end of it, when like after the craziness was done and Christian Slater and and her were introducing themselves and she (laughs) said her name and I don't remember what it was. I was wondering, did they mention her name before the end of the movie? I don't know. Or was that intentional? Because, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't want to... I'm not attributing any sexist motive to her largely nameless status because I also couldn't tell you Christian Slater's character's name. That one I do remember. The Hale. full name? Yeah. Well, no, not his full name. Just Hale. Aha! Because John Travolta <laughs> says it so, like, so much. Mm. I don't remember what John Travolta's name was either. Vic Deacons. Oh, which is Great a real name, name that sure. people have. <laughs> uh, this movie also features a ton of actors whose names I didn't know, but whose faces were pretty recognizable. Mm. A lot of uh, those guys character yeah. actors. Yep. There's Delroy Lindo, who's the main military guy. Um, they're One of the villains is played by the Shawshank Warden. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Travolta's second-in-command is <laughs> Howie Long. The football player. The football player who was also in those sprint commercials with Terry Hatcher oh, in yeah. the late 90s. That yep. was the first thing I recognized him from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's always had that haircut, the like Bart Simpson straight-up <laughs> tower of hair. A muscly Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm... 
I was curious about how he was going to die because that's a it's <laughs> <laughs> a thing in a good action movie is you get the the henchman dies first. Yeah. I was a little surprised he wasn't killed by the girl because that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um but and that's like a, a little taste, a little taste mm-hmm. of the curious death that awaits the main villain. Yeah. And I don't remember. Did, did she kill anyone? Like just her? Um, uh, she set some stuff on fire. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think she did. No, because yeah. she wasn't even willing to press the button on the the nuke. Yeah, I feel like she went out of her way not mm-hmm. to, to be directly responsible for anyone's death. <laughs> She's a park ranger. You don't go into that because you don't respect life mm-hmm. yeah yeah so this this movie's got some weird ratings it's got <laughs> a 44 percent on rotten tomatoes the audience rating is lower than the overall rating that is really weird it's the same on metacritic <laughs> so this is one of those rare cases where the audience knows better i mean where the audience has more discriminating tastes than the critics i just i don't know why critics would appreciate this movie it's still not like they're raving about it critics still weren't like oh my god this movie's brilliant and life-changing but from what i read uh people were like really impressed with john travolta's performance really yeah i don't know if that's just because Uh, like he doesn't usually do the evil guy so they're like oh he was so good as the evil guy Uh. (laughs) well we are we are deep in the travolta renaissance at this point yeah yeah I think it, it tipped off again with Pulp Fiction, and mm-hmm. then there was Get Shorty. There was, uh, I feel like there was something else in the middle there. But it's like we've got, we've got like three more Travolta movies in the That's, coming year. I don't know if I can take that. You will take it, <laughs> but his <laughs> face. He's gonna be well. Yeah, we haven't hit. We're we're heading into peak Travolta but mm-hmm. you're gonna be hard pressed to find creepier Travolta there's yeah. only one instance of creepier Travolta accepting real life like only one instance of creepier movie Travolta that I can think of which which is creepier Travolta which are you kidding me is it face off it's face off yeah oh, okay because his character in this reminded me a lot of uh-huh. the face-off yeah. guy. But. Yeah, I always... So, I really like face-off. Oh, yeah. Me I, I think face-off is probably my favorite 90s action movie. Like, straight-up action. It's it's um. pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. I always attributed Travolta's creepiness to the fact that he's playing... He's kind of playing Nicolas Cage. Right, yeah. And I now thought I'm not so that sure. was Yeah, I thought that was the first time he had ventured into the like yeah, kind of crazy villain. Was he a villain in uh Pulp Fiction? Well, I would say no. Mm-hmm. He's a hit he's a hitman. Yeah, yeah, but he's not like 
crazy. He's also a good evil. guy. Yeah. He doesn't like... F- Wait. Is he the one who accidentally shoots the guy when they're in the car? I yes. But it's from stupidity, not from, like, <laughs> anger. He's, like, a good-hearted dope in that okay. movie, who, if anything, is, like, morally morally ambivalent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not this I, guy. I find John Travolta way more believable as a kind of a idiot dope than a basically evil individual. Yeah, I definitely don't buy that he's evil. And that I think so I read one critic who uh described Travolta as like a high school kid who's getting to play the bad guy for the first time. <laughs> That's pretty perfect cuz he yeah. just like comes out swinging and is really into being super cartoonishly evil. He is so into it. <laughs> He's so creepy and like a lot of Travolta's stuff is really understated. He's like mm-hmm. a cool guy who doesn't even talk a whole lot. Like that's yeah, that's in Pulp Fiction, get shorty. But here he's talking a whole lot. He seems kind of like coked up. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. I don't know if it's. I think it's because he's just super excited. I don't know <laughs> what's what he's doing to prep for the role. It's but acting. He's, he's high affect and extremely creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a bad actor either because like um, there, there are things I think he's like really good in, but this is not the time or place to be a really good actor. It's just, he's a big character. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't understand the, the insatiable hunger that American audiences had for John Travolta. No. At this time <laughs> from like 1994 to 90. 90- Seven ninety eight. Like, yeah, get enough Travolta. <laughs> He's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like, okay, like John Travolta in uh, Saturday Night Fever and Grease, mm-hmm, and even mm-hmm. Welcome Back, Connor is mm-hmm. like. He's like a sexy guy, and he like According he's good at some. dancing. Yeah, he's very good like, at dancing. Yeah, I mean he's he's very talented, but. Man, his face. Oh. After, I guess, his late 20s, early 30s, mm. that that butt chin just really took over. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's all I can see. That and his teeth. Man, he's got some teeth. He's got some teeth. He's got he's a, a lot of teeth. <laughs> he's got the appropriate number of teeth. <laughs> but you can see them, like, when he's, he's speaking... He uses his teeth a lot, especially in this movie. You use what you've got. It's what a good actor does. <laughs> I mean, they're he's nice a- teeth. <laughs> he's got a he's got a wolf like face. Like mm-hmm. even when he grins, like a "I might eat you" <laughs> face. <laughs> I think he might. <laughs> Real sexiness is dangerous, Cassie. <laughs> So, did you see this when it first came out? No. I don't think I would have remembered even if I had. It probably would sort of blend into the background. Did you? No. I never even heard of this movie until, like, a year ago when Devin just made me watch it exclusively for the death scene 
John Travolta's <laughs> death scene at the end. You watched the whole movie just to get to that part. I don't remember if we watched the whole thing because oh. when we rented it again from Amazon, it didn't say like, start the movie. It said resume, which <laughs> I don't know if we just rented it in order to see that five second mm. scene. We might have. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. That's a good death scene. It reminds me of uh, uh, Commando. Yes. Only a little creepier. Because mm-hmm. it's intentional. Like, <laughs> Christian Slater says in the beginning, like, um, kind of jokingly, for you, it's all about the nukes. You really love that sense of power the nukes give you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, he was not kidding. <laughs> A little, a little uh, below the belt, I guess. <laughs> it reminded me of um, The Rock, where somebody else gets hit by a rocket and is sent flying <laughs> to their doom. I haven't seen The Rocket in a lo- or the The Rock in a long time. Oh, it's so good. I remember I saw that one in the theater. Did you um, really? Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was later. That was like when I was old enough, I guess, to be going to see things like that. I I remembered that Broken Arrow existed, and I remembered that Christian Slater was in it, but nothing else about it. I I guess I had a bit of a crush on Christian Slater. Mm, Me too. I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows I did, which I don't really get now looking back. Not really... Not really into it now. I remember him primarily from that movie where he has a monkey heart. (laughs) Oh my god, Untamed Heart. Yeah. With Marissa Tomei. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, we just saw that. uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime now. Why? It came up as one of our recommended movies. Like, you should watch this. What have you done to your recommendations? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What does that age well? Does that hold up? I I did not. I did not watch it. But I did try to recount the plot to Devin. (laughs) I was like, um, I don't remember much about it other than he has a baboon heart and he dies at the end. (laughs) That's what I remember too. (laughs) And he's like really fragile throughout the movie. Like, because humans uh, can't have fucking baboon hearts. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I don't remember why he has a baboon heart or did he get the transplant in like baboon country where like baboon hearts are super abundant i don't know i could just be completely making this up but i remember no i don't remember i'm just making this up i think my brain is desperately trying to make connections like it doesn't make sense what why like maybe the doctors warned his parents like you don't give him a baboon heart and they're like but it's the only chance he has or maybe he was an orphan i don't know I don't know. But <laughs> in an alternative universe where Christian Slater has a human heart, he joins the Air Force, becomes a pilot, mm. and saves America. Because you can't join the Air Force if you have a baboon heart. No. They're pretty stringent. Not. 
Yeah. Although, I don't know, this Air Force that's portrayed in this movie doesn't seem like they're on top of things. So maybe they've got like a 20, yeah, they've got like a 25 year old marketing dude helping them out. (laughs) Yeah, for some reason. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite lines comes from that young dude who says, when he learns uh, what the title means, Broken Arrow. it's apparently, this is a real term, a real term that the military uses to describe a nuclear weapon that has gone missing or um, an accidental detonation. And that dude says, I don't know what's scarier, losing nuclear weapons or that it happens so often there's a term for it. Yeah. I really appreciated that because I... This is one of those cases where I immediately jumped on it like, whoa, plot hole or weird movie thing. This happens so often that they have a catchy name for it. But he addressed that right away. (laughs) In fact, according to a 2013 article in The Guardian, the U.S. military officially acknowledges 32 such incidents since the 1950s. Cool. Yeah, they just disappear. There was one I read about in... um, 1956 mid to late 50s where um, a plane carrying some nukes just straight up went missing it like did a long distance refueling or something Mm. and then never made it back to its original original launch site never found a crash site never found anything so sweet proto travolta was (laughs) Make it little, off with some nukes. Little real world nightmare fuel for our audience. Oh, that's the least you have to worry about. <laughs> um, I don't remember. What is the reason that John Travolta and Christian Slater are flying over the Utah desert with two nukes in a stealth jet? I think they were testing whether the radiation from the nukes could be picked up even though the plane couldn't be picked up on sonar. Oh, okay. That seems plausible. I guess. It's probably not plausible if you have been in the military or worked with nuclear weapons. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. In any capacity. But for movie purposes, it it does the job. Serviceable job. I'm impressed that they bothered to make up a reason. (laughs) This is John Woo now we're talking about. <laughs> but even when accounting for uh, how dangerous it can be to transport nuclear weapons by plane or lose your planes, uh, traveling by plane apparently is still a lot safer than traveling by helicopter because <laughs> an astonishing number of helicopters explode in this movie. <laughs> they really do. Oh God! All right, let's let's count them. There's there's the helicopter that's uh the John Travolta's helicopter that he intends to use to take mm. the nukes away. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yeah, well, I think that one crashes right when uh, Christian Slater with a pistol <laughs> shoots it from like <laughs> forty feet away, real far away, through the glass and kills the pilot. Mm-hmm. He's a good shot. He's fabulous shot, and that apparently causes the pilot to push forward on the <laughs> steering thing, and that leads to an explosion. I a really big explosion. Yes, uh, <laughs> I did. I tried to do a little research, just googling like 
Do helicopters explode really easily? No. No. No, they don't. It's just a really cool looking thing from movies. I mean, that's with anything, not just helicopters. Like, anytime a car goes off a cliff in a movie, it bursts into flames, which is not how it works. All right. Helicopter crash number two. Uh, That would be the helicopter filled with the nuke, uh, like, containment team that has, like, the hazmat suits. Mm. Mm-hmm. That one. That one goes down... I don't know. Somebody shoots it again. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's when their instruments turn off because of the... Oh, yeah. yeah. The EMF. Is that what it is? EMD? One of those. Uh, EMP. Yes. Electromagnetic pulse. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good, good uh, knowledge. Do you know that from being a scientist or from paying attention to this movie? I know that from watching Devin play <laughs> Call of Duty. All right. Same yeah. thing. Sure. Real life. <laughs> Gotta watch out for EMPs. Mm-hmm. And then we've got... Oh, when the rescue team comes to stop uh, Travolta's train that's headed toward Denver with the yep. nukes. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yay, the military's here. He's going to be stopped. No. No. He's just well, going <laughs> to. By the military, you mean a single helicopter <laughs> with two Air Force pilots and, a, I don't know, general in it? Hey, times are tough. They can't just be. <laughs> it's got to be a covert operation. You don't want to draw attention to this. Yeah. You know, it's not like an armed <laughs> nuke was headed towards the the Denver metropolitan area and there was a chance that a quarter of a million people were going to die. You don't want people to panic. They got this. Except they didn't and their helicopter crashed and exploded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not quite sure like because they shot the general guy that was in the back shooting at them with a machine gun but I don't think they shot the pilot. The pilot just kind of ran into a tunnel. (laughs) I think he was alive and just not paying attention. <laughs> what a jerk. He really should have been paying attention. It's very unsafe. It is. Um, uh, I think there's one more. Yeah. Our final helicopter doesn't even get off the train. It, it's Yeah, it's it's on a train car. Yeah. It explodes before it even, <laughs> before it even gets off the train. <laughs> this it's is like, the one that our, our uh, park... Park Ranger heroine, I think, destroys with an explosion. Sounds good. I yeah. was looking around during <laughs> a lot of that train scene. I don't know. There was a lot of fuel on the train as well <laughs> and the fire. And I don't There's know. a pile of leaking gas or puddle of le- leaking gas heading toward another pool that was already on fire from something mm-hmm. else. And yep. Like, it happens. And that's the story of our four exploded helicopters. Yeah, that's a lot of helicopters. I might have missed some because I didn't even start keeping track until we were fairly, fairly far into the movie. I think that was it. I, there were just so many. They were constantly on the move in some way. Yeah, this 
I would have expected. Now, see, this is one of those places that this movie keeps you guessing because I would have thought the big showdown would be in the uh, abandoned mine. Mm-hmm. But no, that's when I paused it to see how much time was left, and it was a full <laughs> hour remaining. <laughs> <laughs> Only 50 minutes in. I did something similar when they were in the mine because I recalled uh, Judge Travolta's death scene. I'm like, how the hell do they get on a train? (laughs) (laughs) They're in a mine right now. I still couldn't tell you. They were in a boat. They were in a train. They were in Humvees. There's so many modes of transportation. There are. Uh, And they all explode. And speaking of the train, that is where our hero finally meets his end. Our hero? Oh, I mean, uh, (laughs) a despicable villain. Were you rooting for John Travolta? (laughs) I was rooting for John Travolta. I wasn't rooting for Vic Deacons. I think think Vic went out the way he would have wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know how else it would have been satisfying to kill him it was good this movie this movie is super gif worthy Um, oh yeah (laughs) there's so many moments that would have that just stand on their own Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is one of them Travolta getting knocked through the wall of a train car on a launching nuclear missile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it explodes for some reason. <laughs> no, it didn't. Didn't it explode? There was the a train exploded, explosion. but the the train exploded, but the nuke didn't go off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The nuke didn't explode, but he was thrust out of the train car by the nuke into an explosion of other things <laughs> i don't remember what was exploding he died the way he lived <laughs> oh god he was terrible what do you think of christian slater's voice this is this is uncanny <laughs> i i wish we were in the same place because i was just looking at my notes um at what i haven't gotten to yet and um, one thing is, I hate Christian Slater's voice. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing with it, though? Like, that can't yeah. be natural. <laughs> I, I hope not. It sounds like he's been watching, like, old school horror movies, like Vincent Price or some, like, really <laughs> old monster movies. <laughs> I feel like it's really bad in this movie. I don't know uh, if it's especially bad or if it's always that bad. He's a lot of people accuse him of being like a low rent uh Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know I don't know why he does it. I I get the feeling like he's trying to set himself apart from just, you know, <laughs> another pretty boy. Yeah. I'm talking. <laughs> Can't even do your, it. I'm not just your average, mildly handsome, brown haired man. <laughs> I've got depth. 
It sounds like a bad Jack Nicholson impression. <laughs> Me or him? <laughs> you and him. <laughs> well, Cassie, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's distracting. <laughs> It says something that you can be in a movie with John Travolta and people are commenting about how weird your voice is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I've seen him in things, like recent things, like uh, Mr. Robot. And oh, he's on that? Yeah, he's in that, that show. And it's not, I don't know, maybe I'm just... I don't think it's as bad as it was in this film. Like, literally everything out of his mouth had that weird <laughs> twang to it. <laughs> Maybe that's just his accent. He's from a part of the country that talks like that. Where is he from? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's from New York. New York City. De definitely not an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Maybe he's from the very same place as Jack Nicholson. Let's see. Like the same. Jack Nicholson is from Jersey. Oh, he is. He's from Neptune City. Look at that. I don't know where Neptune City is. It sounds like the shore, but yep. I've never met another New Jerseyan who had that voice. I've never met another person besides <laughs> Jack Nicholson. And then I guess Christian Slater spoke like that. <laughs> it's old Hollywood. It's like that affected style. I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. It's weird. It's the baboon heart. But <laughs> this movie has a lot of distinct and not entirely pleasant sounds. Uh, <laughs> That's true. There's some really minor sound effects that just, like were very prominent. Like, um, I was convinced that Travolta's smoking was going to turn out to be, like, a major thing that was going to cause him, like, be involved in his death somehow. Because people kept commenting on it. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. always he did it smoking. All the time. And a lot of, like, close-ups on his lighter. And one thing is he flicks a cigarette uh, away from him. And you can hear it go. <laughs> as it rotates away from him. <laughs> That's just great editing, you know. It um, it went the extra mile for me. It bumped <laughs> this movie up a click or two. I noticed the sound effects, especially um, after or during, I guess, Howie Long's death, because he gets kicked out the uh, train <laughs> car and then falls <laughs> a, a great distance because they're on a bridge, and the scream that comes from this man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most stereotypical movie scream and it goes on for so long yeah it's it's like a wilhelm scream it might be the wilhelm scream yeah i think i think devin said something wilhelm i didn't it's, know what it meant yeah it is it's the classic movie scream that you get yeah. when you're pushed off a push off pushed off a moving train <laughs> it's like they took that and played it on loop like three times <laughs> he had a long way to in. fall he did <laughs> oh jeez howie you knew what you were getting into mm -hmm. <laughs> the most unpleasant noise for me in the whole movie though is 
when Travolta meets up with his other his fellow plotters in the middle of the desert. Mm. They have uh, he's wearing his military clothes because he was on a military flying mission, and they have considerately brought him some civilian clothes to change into you got your pleated front pants and your (laughs) mock turtleneck he changes and as he turns to talk to someone he buckles his belt and sniffs audibly what was with the sniffing maybe he was on maybe it was a performance enhanced by some uh (laughs) illicit materials coke (laughs) Or maybe it was just. Doesn't he just no? Like right after that, he says, "Anybody want a coke?" Remember when he takes the soda out of the truck? Oh, I didn't notice (laughs) that. (laughs) It was a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, so Travolta or his character just coke fiends? (laughs) I mean, I don't think that was the explicit purpose of that. It was probably more product placement. Oh, I think I think we've read into the the fine print there. You know better. Mm-hmm. But there was also a weird point when um, Trish and Slater and the park ranger were making their way somewhere and uh, sensed that a helicopter was coming because Christian Slater like sniffed the air, <laughs> and they knew that. There was a helicopter that's, I guess, the burning fuel? The helicopters just leak fuel, like leak exhaust as they fly? Uh, maybe that's why that's they plausible. explode. Like if you're in the middle of a giant natural space, you would smell some mechanical instruments, mm. I think. Sure. Sounds plausible. <laughs> Or these fools just all had allergies and they had to explain why all the sniffing was going on. <laughs> or they were all on lots of drugs. It's really like, um, you ever heard the story of, uh, uh, I was going to tell a pretentious story. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice um, desert. It's beautiful. It was good product placement for our nat- national parks. Yeah. And and our dedicated forest service, yeah. even even though in real life they don't wear quite such becoming outfits. It was a very nice outfit. It was like tailored to fit her bod in mm-hmm. that mid nineties way, mm-hmm. but that high cut way. But still, she wasn't the worst character. She wasn't the worst female sidekick in a movie. Oh yeah. You could do way better in a night or way worse in a 90s action film for mm-hmm. ladies. <laughs> Definitely not a movie that's passing the Bechdel test, but still, uh, she had a brain. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good. I think that's about it, right? Yeah. I would like to point out that point when. John Travolta crushes uh, the guy's windpipe <laughs> and then uses two fingers to shush him. Not just the pointer finger, but the pinky as well. <laughs> it was really weird. Really weird. That guy was kind of annoying, but I still, yeah, agree that that was a bit of an overreaction. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then he he has one of his creepy lines something about like huh i never actually killed anyone face to face before (laughs) it's not that big a deal (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel fine (laughs) i don't know what everybody gets upset about bunch of (laughs) crybabies then later (laughs) he sort of echoes this in my favorite deacon's line which (laughs) is the most absurd (laughs) um everybody dies i'm as good a reason as any (laughs) no coming from a different character that would be truly chilling but coming from him it's just more weirdness yeah it's really weird yeah so overall would you recommend people watch this movie um well i mean 90s action movies are kind of my bread and butter so Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed this movie (laughs) even though it's real bad real bad um so i would say yes um if if you enjoy mindless silly action movies yeah i would say no yeah yeah i'm not Uh. surprised by that (laughs) It just my whole thing with this movie. It was enjoyable enough, but the thing is, it's like a precursor to Face Off. Yeah, it's like if you like what's good about this movie, just hold on because Face Off is gonna be. <laughs> excellent. Yeah, yeah. If if you're gonna watch one mm. movie where John Travolta plays <laughs> a creep, then directed by John Woo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like. Just like the story of Abraham sacrificing his son Isaac is a foreshadowing for Jesus's sacrifice, so is Broken Arrow <laughs> a, f- a precursor to Face Off. <laughs> yeah, and his co-star in Face Off is way oh. better than Christian Slater. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I can think of better foils for John Travolta in this movie, like a better straight man. A more charismatic yeah. good guy. He yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be full Nick Cage, but mm-hmm. Slater wasn't doing it. So overall, decent, but you know, you have different recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that about wraps it up. Cassie, thank you for joining me for this discussion. Mm, my pleasure. Thanks to everyone for listening. And um, if you wanna you wanna catch us in between episodes, we're on Facebook at VHS Pod. Probably gonna whip up some John Travolta gifs to <laughs> stick on there. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back next week. So I'm gonna close out as usual with the final word if you don't believe us we have a second opinion for you well actually a third opinion since we gave you two different opinions on this movie (laughs) this one comes from rob gonsalves of efilmcritic.com who gives broken arrow four out of five stars and calls it an intricate rather beautiful dance of momentum and force truth
Mm-hmm. <laughs>